Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Are you happy to be in the house of God? Oh, yes. Are you excited to be in His presence? Oh, yes. Do you believe that life without God is a losing game? Oh, yes. Do you believe it? I believe it. That life without God is a losing game. Without God, you've lost already. Father, we thank you for this Sunday morning. We thank you that we are your children. We thank you that you send your dear son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. Thank you, Lord. And we are grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and be seated. You know, we have to see what God has done for us and appreciate him well. Yeah. You have to. You see, that's why you have to be a thankful people. Hallelujah. Most, most, most of the time we are thankless, but we have to be thankful. Hallelujah. Because God has done the whole lot for us. Amen. I said amen. And thank you must be said in the appropriate way. Like I shared with you last week. If you, are going, if you want to go to the grocery shop and you are holding two bags and you get to the door and because of the two bags, you can't open the door and somebody open for you. You say thank you. But you don't send a person a card. <laughs> or do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, just saying thank you is good enough. Hallelujah. But if somebody gives you a car, you don't just say, you just send a person a card. Thank you. No, that's not appropriate. Hallelujah. There's a way to say thank you when somebody gives you a car. There's a way to say thank you when somebody gives you a house. Amen. And there's a way to say thank you when somebody buys you McDonald's. Hallelujah. Because the person bought you number two. Because of that small number two, and I have to come to my house. You have to come. No, no, no. Come on. <laughs> you are not that cheap lady. You know what I'm talking about. So we must be a grateful. God sent his son to die for us. And we must learn to say thank you. Tell your neighbor, learn to say thank you. So, I am grateful and I thank God. I thank God for saving me. I thank the prophet for, giving, for leading me to Christ and ushering me into ministry. Every day, I thank God for his life. And some of you must point to people in your life that you, you are grateful for. Don't be an ungrateful wrench. Some of you must thank people because somebody, somebody gave you a room to sleep in. Now you've come on top. Your mouth is... 
your first job, somebody helped you to get it. Be grateful to that person. You must be grateful to your pastor. Now you are married and your marriage is stable. Be grateful to the pastor. The number of hours the pastor counseled you. Can I get an amen? Yes. But for the pastor, your wife will have thrown you out. <laughs> Why you are there? Let's give it to the pastor. Yes. Hallelujah. And in your financial life, some of you, for, for the preaching and the counseling in this church, you will have been broke by now. Your house will have been repossessed. Because your mind doesn't work well when it comes to money. So learn to say what? Thank you. And must say thank you in the appropriate way. God bless you. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. You know, I believe that as the year is approaching to an end, we need to pray more. Look, I, I, I feel in my spirit, and I'm right, that as the year gets to closer, demons also want to end the year well. So as believers want to end the year well, demons also want to end the year well. That's what a lot of satanic and demonic activity, stupid activity, crazy stuff. I mean, things that even doesn't make sense. And you need to pray. And you need to pray. I say, and you need what? Pray. You know, I'll show you. You see. Revelation chapter 12 verse 12 Revelation 12 12 It says that Therefore rejoice ye heavens Rejoice ye what? And ye that dwell in them Okay Rejoice ye heavens And ye that dwell in them Be happy But the second part is what you are Woe to the inhabitants of the earth And of the sea so one group is supposed to rejoice. Heaven is supposed to be happy. But the earth is what? Woe. What does woe mean? I say, what does woe mean? I say, what does woe mean? I can't hear you. What does woe mean? Nora, what does woe mean? Trouble. Problems. I feel sorry for you. In fact, woe means, literally means I feel sorry for you. It's a heaven rejoice. But those on earth, I feel sorry for you. Why? Inhabitant of the earth and of sea, for the devil has come down unto you, be, be, uh, unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that his time is but short. So basically, what the Bible is saying that once you are on earth and on sea, I feel sorry for you. And the last time I checked, you were on earth. You are not in heaven. You are not on Mars. You are not on Jupiter. If you are on Jupiter, he said that, that, that I don't know whether the devil is on Jupiter, but he's on planet Earth. Okay, Gabby, the devil is not. I don't know whether that if you go to Jupiter, maybe one day we should take a spaceship and all go to. <laughs> but so long as you are on Earth, I feel sorry for you. That's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. So today I want to share with us briefly. What happens to you when you don't pray? 
what happens to you when you don't pray you see and I'm, I'm taking my time to teach on this that's why I brought you guys you have to listen to me carefully you see sometimes you don't know the value of something until you lose it yeah, you don't know the value you never know the value of something it's, it's like you're breathing you breathe okay so you don't know the importance of breathing until the day you can't breathe when you have an asthmatic attack that the air cannot enter then you begin to say, ah, I have been taking breathing for granted. Hallelujah. You know, you, you, you never know the value of something. You don't know the value of something until you lose it. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. It's like breathing. It's like eating. The day you cannot, wait, sorry, Felix, I beg you. Forgive me of my sins, Sister Phyllis. <laughs> Hallelujah. You don't know the value of something until you lose it. No. Thank you very much. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know that something is important. See? So, 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 it is the absence of some things that makes you see the value. Hallelujah. Because the day that you cannot walk, then you see how important it is to walk. Hallelujah. Like the lady was borrowing her husband. The lady had a very, very young couple, happily married. And the husband was always touching her. Touching her, touching her. You know how men are. Especially when they are newly married. And she would say, oh, don't. And that was all. You bother me too much. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. It's too much. She was angry. You touch me too much. This is the only one I can touch. That's what I'm touching. <laughs> you touch me too much. You bother me too much. I'm busy. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Can't you see I'm busy? Sometimes in the afternoon she was cooking, the man wants to be very happy. She wants to touch. Oh, don't touch me. No, don't touch me. Then you touch. Complaining. The man is too much. And unfortunately, one day the man had a stroke. So after the stroke, she couldn't move her arm. He couldn't move his arm. After he couldn't move his arm. It's a true story I'm telling you. So the lady was telling the pastor, I miss his touch. So those of you who have been touched, I should tell them. I'm talking about illegal touch, not the illegal one. Legally. You should rather encourage the touching. I'm preaching, Michael. I'm preaching. Israel, I'm tired. I'm busy. No, no, no. Rather encourage it. He, she said, I miss his touch. He said, Sometimes I will carry his hand and put it on me. something until you lose it hallelujah it's, it's the absence of something that makes you feel how important something is 
Hallelujah. So, I want to talk to you about what happens to you and I when we don't pray. So that by that revelation alone, nobody will force you to pray. Hallelujah. Yeah. What happens when we don't pray? You see, the classical statement that Jesus Christ made was that men always ought to pray and not to faint. Men always ought to pray and not to faint. It means the absence of prayer will lead to fainting. And I don't know why he had fainted before. You feel dizzy. You feel oozy. Your feet cannot stand. Your palms are sweaty. We wonder whether it is the day, whether it's the final call. Yeah. And not to faint. So absence of prayer. So when you don't pray, when you don't pray, the first thing I want to talk to you that when you don't pray, your life is controlled by happenstance. It's a word. I think it's a word. Happenstance. Happenstance. Hallelujah. Yeah. Your life is controlled by happenstance. Yeah. What is happenstance? It means things around control you. Some things control you, you don't know. Your heart, your life is controlled by things around. Things around detect your life because you don't pray. something that as believers, as Christians okay, there's nothing like chance I'm preaching can you hear me? there is nothing like chance chance is not chance there is nothing like chance chance has never been chance oh, it just happened by chance it did not happen by chance tell your neighbor, it does not happen by chance Chance is no chance. Don't, don't believe it at all. That is why I personally don't wish people good luck. I don't believe in luck. I do not believe in luck. I believe in blessing. I say God bless you. God favor you. But I don't say, I don't say good luck. Not from the way. Next time someone is going to write an exam, don't say good luck. God bless you. God favor you. God, God cause you to do well. But don't say good luck. And definitely when somebody sneezes, don't say good luck. Run away. Go, you get the flu. <laughs> you stay and say good luck. You get the flu. <laughs> no. There's nothing. Look. You, you can tell what about. There's nothing like luck. As a Christian, there's nothing like luck. Because chance is not chance. You see, when you say lucky, you are saying that that thing happened by chance. Chance is not chance. And therefore, if you don't rise up and intercede, your life will be controlled by other forces.
Hmm. A good example is in the Bible. I think I preached message to you before, but I'll preach it again. Because I, I believe we need to pray more. A good example is in the Bible. Let's look at 1 Kings chapter 22, verse number 19 onwards. This was a battle between the king of Israel who was going with Ahab. Let's look at it. And he said, and he said, 1 Kings 22, very good. Very good. Look at this story. This was, there was a meeting in heaven. The background that there was a meeting in heaven. A meeting in heaven. Fred, there was a meeting in heaven. And God had made the angels. I was saying, and he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne and all the host of heaven standing by him and on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, who said? The Lord. They were having a meeting, a conference. You see, what I'm trying to say is that chance is not chance. You see, you have been given that letter. A meeting has been held. <laughs> so when they came and said, oh, you know, you know I mean, the way things are going, there had been a discussion. Lord said, and the Lord said, who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? Okay? And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. Good. And they came forth a spirit. Say with me, a spirit. I want to preach with you. Say with me, a spirit. You think it's chance. They came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. said unto him, how? Where How will you do it? And he said, I will go forth and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. A lying spirit. There's something called a lying spirit in the mouth of a prophet. It's not every prophet who comes to prison. I see something that you believe. Some of them are lying spirits. spirit I said something about your mother hey what spirit is that a lying spirit it's not every prophecy you should take hook line and sinker check with the word of God because they are lying spirits your womb, it has been turned upside down and unless you fast for 21 days and come and let me show you directly, you cannot be pregnant, that is why your mother your mother who has taken care of you is not a witch check a lying spirit what I'm, see, I'm reading the Bible to you some of these prophets operate with familiar spirits so the fact that they can call your name does not mean the spirit of God that is working. Watch out for familiar spirits. Those of you who are so simple-minded. I'm a very spiritual person, so I know what I'm talking about. Watch out for familiar And I've been a Christian for many years, and I've seen them. You shall know them by their fruits. So the whole oh, you are not spiritual, I laugh. I say, I'm not spiritual. What is spirituality? What is it? The fact that I don't come with a towel and an armor bearer and a shoe that's no me. <laughs> it's a 
spiritually. You, you, what is spirituality? You shall know them by their fruits. Show me your works and I'll show you my works. You don't know what it is. You don't know the room, you don't know the office we are operating. The fact that we don't come with towels and mantles and, and scream and say, no, please. It says, and he said, and the Lord said unto him, Where is it? He said, I will go forth and will be a lion spirit in the mouth of one's prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. So God gave the spirit a chance to go and operate. So that when Ahab calls for his pastors and his prophets, they will lie to him. Sometimes the boy who is talking to you has the lion spirit. <laughs> boy has a lying spirit he's looking at you oh, you are the most beautiful girl your head is like a your head is like a peacock your neck like a gazebo your breast is it's like pomegranate hey, you as if you know that your breast is not like that but you believe it a lying spirit as you are standing that's your breast looks like pomegranate Lying spirit, lying spirit. The boy is a lying spirit, lying to you. If you don't take care, you are going down the hill. If you join him, because that's a lying spirit. May God deliver you from every lying spirit, boy. And some girls are super lying spirits. <laughs> spirits. So go forth and do so. So when Ahab called his prophets, there was a lying spirit. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Continue. Now therefore, now therefore behold, the Lord had put a lying spirit in the mouth of all desired prophets and the Lord has spoken evil concerning. Let's go to verse 30 to make it sure. So when Ahab called, the council God do was a lying spirit. Now, and the king of Israel, so now the war begins, and the spirit told him to go to war. So now the war begins. Are you following the story? So now are you following the story? The war begins. And the king of Israel said unto you, I will disguise myself and enter into the battle. But, no, no, go back. We are not done finishing. Okay, but put on thy robes, and the king of Israel disguised himself and went into battle. So the so the king of Israel disguised himself and went into battle. Continue. But the king of Syria commanded his thirty and two captains that had rule over his chariots, saying, "Fight neither with the small nor great, save only the king of Israel. The only person you should target is the king of Israel." And the king of Israel knew he was a target. So he said, then I will disguise myself. I will not dress like a king. Continue. And it came to pass, when the captains of the chariots saw Jehoshaphat, they said, surely it is the king of Israel. You see? When they saw Jehoshaphat, they said, this is the king of Israel. 
Okay? And they turned aside to fight against him. And Jehoshaphat cried out. And he came to, he said, he said, he said, he said it's not me, oh. Because sometimes you can be at the wrong place at the wrong time. There is something called random shooting. A gang is shooting, but you just happen to be there, you are shot. Be delivered from random shots. So Joshua said, it's not me, it's not me. It's not me at all. And it came to pass when the church of, and, and it came to pass when the captain of the church of perceived that it was not the king of Israel that they turned back. So they were chasing Jehoshaphat. They said, it's not me. Sometimes somebody strong can find you. And you need to tell us, I rebuke this thing. It's not me. It's not me. It's not me. He screamed. It's not me. So the people stopped chasing him. Continue. And a certain man, a certain man drew a bow at a venture. A certain man drew a bow at a venture and smote the king of Israel between the joints of the harness. Wherefore he said unto the driver of his chariot, Turn, turn thy hand and carry me out of it, for I am wounded. The king of Israel, even though he disguised himself, a certain man drew a bow adventure. And the battle increased that day, and the king of Israel was stayed in his chariot against the Syrians and died in the evening. And the blood ran out into the mist. A certain man, go back to that verse again. A certain man, a certain man drew a bow adventure. Give me a new version, a modern one, new living translation. You don't understand the venture. Give me a new living translation. And Aramean soldier, however, randomly. Everybody say randomly. Stray bullet. Randomly. He shot an arrow randomly. So if you were there, you would say that Ahab had been killed by a random bullet. Ahab was killed by a random arrow. But what you know is that I read the story before. There was a discussion up there in heaven. So what you thought was chance was not chance. You could have said that, oh, Ahab was killed by a random bow. He was shot by a drive-by shooting. He just happened to be in the mall and somebody was shooting. Yes, he looked random, but behind the scenes, there was a discussion. A lying spirit was released. That random thing that happened that you think is random, it's not random. Chance is not chance. Random is not random. that we should shut down and go home. It's not random. <laughs> you know what happened? Were you there? I was off. They called me. I said, thank God I was off. <laughs> was it Friday? Friday. He was in my hospital. Random. Go to work and somebody stab somebody. Hey, I said, Charlie, I was home. By the grace of God, I was home. <laughs> Because random don't happen here. <laughs> you were there, right? Yeah. Oh, you think that 
not random. Listen to me. Some of you are nurses. Pray before you go because even the patient that is assigned to you is not random. <laughs> Some patients, when you are giving, that is your day gone. <laughs> the nurses are laughing. You can see that this one is a demon that has come in the flesh. He <laughs> has really come to torment you. There is no day. I work in the ER. You see, in the ER, it's an open door. Any, anything can walk through. There is no day that I go, I go to that place without praying. Before I enter, I speak in tongues. Because to me, random is not random. Yeah. Random. Yes. Yeah. And the next know what I'm talking about. I mean, you, so, so when you enter some shift, you better than, where am I? Every bad case is dumped upon you. Random. So you may say that it's a random arrow, but we know that it's not random. Hallelujah. Yeah. 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 So pray. Be your lifestyle. That is why it is a mistake to get out to get out of your house in the morning without praying. Yeah. Random. It's not like random, unless you don't believe the Bible. Pray. That you take your child to school and somebody miss a child and becomes their best, your child's best friend. It's not random. A demon possessed infant. It's not your child's best friend. It's not random. It's not random. It's not random at all. Your roommate is not random. As you go to college, it's not random. Pray about it. Because you get a roommate from roommate in college, you are done for. It's a roommate from hell. Totally from hell. Random. An arrow. So when you don't pray, this is what you expose yourself to. Yes. Random. It says a random arrow. It looks like it was a random arrow, but it was not random. All that I'm trying to share is that it was not random. Somebody meets you and signs a business deal. That is, that is a pick from hell. So before you sign, do you pray? It's not random. Hey, that boy is not random. Oh. That boy is not random at all. Oh, he, 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 you think he's random? He's not random at all. He has been studying and calculating. So when you meet him at the bus stop, it's not random. He knows your schedule. He has been monitoring him. <laughs> yeah, he has to, it's a GPS tracking you. Oh, I just happened to be at the bus stop and he came. It's not random at all. He's a liar. He has tracked you for the past three months. You are a project. Not random. 
happens. Hallelujah. Yeah. Wrong place at the wrong time. And we should not be surprised. Because even in the physical realm, things are not as they appear. Having to watch some matches, you think that, oh, they just scored a last minute goal. No, behind the scenes, they have been bribery. Some of these Premier Leagues. Especially the Ghana Blasters. They've stored the match already. <laughs> All usual, isn't it? So the score has been determined before they came on the field. So you think it ended up in 3 1? No, no, somebody has chopped money. <laughs> so don't, 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 don't believe in chance. Tell your neighbor, random is not random. Yeah. Beautiful. Number two, when you don't pray. When you do not pray, your life will be controlled by the curses in this world. When you do not pray, your life will be controlled by the curses in this world. Curses in this world. Curses in this world. Let me tell you something. One time, remember, one time I was praying. I don't know why. And the Lord showed me that you know the earth that you are on. And I said, What is it like? He said, It's like a minefield. Yeah. The whole spiritual that the earth we are on is like a minefield, a field with a lot of mines. The earth is a minefield. Do you understand what the minefield is? Do you understand what the minefield is? It means they are explosives. That's what the minefield is. It means it's an explosive. So depending on where you step, you can easily be blown. The Lord showed me that the earth is like a minefield. So, so your future or your, uh, your destiny Okay, and I'm saying, so your future or your destiny has nothing to do with who you are per se, but where you step and where you go. Heracles is a mindful. Because there are cases in the world. The, 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 first of all, there's the case of Adam. It's no, there are cases in the world. So the act is like a mindful. The whole spirit is like a mindful. And he said, he, said, he said, that is the reason why your destiny or your future does not depend on who you are per se. And I said, explain. He said, look, that is why you can be in the same class with somebody who had the same degree, but your futures are different. Because if that's to do with who you are, then you should all have the same future. But even though you did the same course and the same place, because the act is like a mindful, he stepped here and he got a promotion. You step here, you are blown. It's like a minefield. Yes. That is why you, you may be from the same home, but the features are different. Because it's where you are stepping. That is why the scripture says, I mean, order my steps. Order my steps. You have to pray for God to guide your steps. Guide your steps so that you don't step on the minefield. There's a lot of mines on the earth. Curses. So you can finish the same nursing school, the same person, get the same degree. He moves here and he's saved. You move 
fear and you are done for. So it's not who you are. It's where you are stepping. The earth is like a minefield. So we need to pray. Pray before you step. Pray before you step. Because it's a minefield. It's a business. No, right. It's a minefield. So pray that God will direct you. So when you step somewhere, he said that you have been promoted. That's why he says that a thousand shall fall at my right and ten thousand, but shall not come near me. It means that there's all, it means there's hazard all around, but I am stepping at the right places. May you step at the right places. It's a mindful. Hallelujah. So without prayer, you are walking in a mindful without guidance. You try walking in some of these places, Libya, Syria, where they are mindful without guidance. Cambodia, without no guidance, you will become amputated. Hallelujah. The earth is a mindful. Hallelujah. Guidance. 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 Order my steps. Order my steps. You sat in the same class, you did the same course, you got the same thing, and now 10 years down the line, you are far ahead of them. What do you think was the difference? They got the same grace like you. That's where they stepped, where they went, who they interacted to. It's a minefield. So order my steps. What I'm trying to say, the earth is where I say it's a minefield. The mice are cases. They are cases on earth. Hallelujah. The, the, you see, there are the major cases, the minor cases, and the self-induced cases. There are major cases, there are minor cases, and they are self-induced. The case of Adam is a the case of Adam is a major case. It was God who, who issued that case. God said, that, Look, from the sweat of your brow, you shall eat. You can't avoid it. Everybody will sweat. The case of Eve, it says, Your desire, your desire shall be towards your husband and he shall rule over you. Sometimes when I see prosperous ladies, I say, You cry, why do you want to marry? And I said, The case is working. As I see here, you know it. You are financially stable. You are put together. You are healthy. But so, so far as I'm concerned, why do you want to marry? Then I take it. The case is working. <laughs> you are looking for somebody to rule over you. You are bringing yourself voluntarily to be ruled. Whether you like it or not, a servant or servant, you shall be. That's the, sometimes that's the only reason you can explain certain things because it doesn't make sense. That when you look globally, it's like a certain people always are under. That's what it says. These are major cases. Before I come to the minor cases, from your family, your background, your father, your grandmother, then the self-induced one, the one that you are brought on yourself. To. 
<laughs> so it's littered with cases. And sometimes when we are dealing with cases, listen to me. Sometimes, see, especially the, the major cases, you cannot take them away. So you have to pray to lessen the effect. It's major. So you have to pray to lessen the effect. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Yeah. yeah. To lessen the effect. When you read, you see, and, 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 and I'm preaching, and I'm, you see, and the way to lessen the effect of those cases is wisdom. The case is there, but you can lessen the effect by wisdom. Hallelujah. So pray for wisdom. Ask for sweat, you bow But ask for sweat, you bow me sweat before you eat. Just pray that you sweat less. But there's not, there's not no sweat. So make sure that at least when you sweat like this, it's two hundred dollars. Because when you sweat like when you sweat like this, and it's twenty dollars. <laughs> it's a problem. And then you do what? Twelve dollars. Ah, Charlie. <laughs> At least if it's like this, 250. <laughs> that one is okay. Somebody receive that blessing. May your sweating be prosperous. You sweat like this, your shirt is wet, your back is wet. 1855. <laughs> sweat. Yes. So you pray for so that's I'm talking about prayer. So you pray for wisdom to lessen like promise. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 13. Proverbs 3 13. It says that. Happy is the man that findeth understanding. And the man that getteth understanding. Okay, 14. For the merchandise is better than silver and of fine gold. Talk about wisdom and understanding. 15. She is more precious than rubies. And all the things that can desire are not to be compared. 16. Length of this. Are in her hand. She's talking about wisdom. She happy is the man. Happy is the man. Happy is the man. So when you understand there is a case which you cannot avoid, then you effect pray for wisdom so that the effect will be less. Can I get an amen? amen. So when the Bible says, for example, this is an example. When the Bible says that your desire shall be towards your husband and he shall rule over you, you can't avoid it. You bow me be ruled over you. It's a case. But you can lessen the effect of the rule. Because you see, if the man who is ruling over you, I mean, you think about it. If you have to go and ask him for money for, to buy, excuse me, a sanitary pad. You have to go and ask the guy for money to buy a tissue. Money to buy milk. Can you see how much the rule will be? But if by the grace of God you can buy your own sanitary pad, you can pay your you can buy your own sanitary pad, you can buy your own brazier, you can buy your own wig. Even though there's a rule, there's some respect, so the rule is less. As a rule, there will be rule. As a rule, there will be rule. Sisters, you don't want to me. I said, I said, as a rule, there will be rule. But just pray that wisdom will make it what? Less. 
rule here, I beg you. There will be rule. That's what the Bible says. So, 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 which brings you to my second point. So, so, which brings my, I'm still talking about wisdom. Which brings me to my second part. So, be careful who you choose to rule over you. So pray. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because you see, it is designed. Like last week, I was sharing with some people in the office. You know, can I get a cup? Maybe like a coffee cup, coffee mug. Coffee, someone have a cup, a drinking cup, a drinking cup, a cup. Anything? Anything? Anybody drink away? I'll show you something. No coffee, not just a cup, a demo of a cup. Very good. Very good with a cup. Listen, have you seen this? I'm talking about. So choose, choose before. Have you seen this? This is, this is a coffee mug with a lid on it. And for this thing to be work, for, for you to be able to drink from it, you see, it, this eyes was designed. Do you get it? This eyes was designed. Yes, sir. It will not serve as a good mug without this lid. Otherwise, you can't drink from it. Do you understand what I'm saying? For you to be able to, this, you need this lid. This is how it was made. Are you hearing me? Very good. Give me, open my water bottle. The bottle, just the top. So here you go. You are this sister. Sister Nice Mag. You are looking for a lid so it can function. This is a lid. This is a lid. I said, this is a lid. This is also a lid. So, before you, so pray and ask for wisdom because if you make a mistake of choosing this lid <laughs> this is it this is it a total mismatch so as much as you are this lid it cannot serve the purpose and you need a lid so be careful the lid you choose or the leader you choose. Because when you choose the wrong one forever, I mean, how can we make this one? Now we have to counsel him, let's hit it, let's expand it. He's, at the point, I think, how much can we expand this to cover this? <laughs> how much expansion? So the man you are bringing, how much training and teaching can make him capable of covering you? Now, Reverend Moses has to pour oil, he has to cancel you, he has to visit you. Why? Before you choose. My God. So, the wisdom is for you. The wisdom is that, oh, oh, first of all, let me say, the case is that you need the lid. That's the case. But the wisdom is that choose the right lid. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Because when you choose a lid like this, we'll be tired, pa. <laughs> hey! School fees, counseling. Uh, house, counseling. Decoration, counseling. Uh, wait, counseling. Like everything, we need counseling. Even grocery. Even grocery. 
what should we need counseling? You'll be tired. Well, choose. That's the wisdom. Because you need a lead. Your desire, that's the lead. So choose the right lead. I said, what? Choose. And it takes, that's why you need prayer and counseling. That I may not choose the wrong lead. Look, when you choose the wrong lead, it's not easy. There's something called IMC. Do you know of IMC? Should I tell you? IMC stands for ill married couple. And some marriages, I've been a pastor for a while. Some marriages, some marriages are classified IMC. I'm telling you. It's like right from the word go, it's an ill married couple. No amount of oil and anointing will correct it. It's called IMC. Ill married couple. IMC. May God deliver you from IMCs. Hey, those of you are saying, may God deliver you from IMCs. No IMCs. It's ill married. It's, it's faulty from the beginning. Because a couple of that side does not need this lip. It's a serious matter. So pray. Hallelujah. I said the earth is like a minefield. They are cases. They are cases. So pray. Hallelujah. Some of the cases, like I said, we can't avoid them. So lessen it. Like everybody, whether you are a preacher, a doctor, a nurse, a laborer, even thieves, even thieves, <laughs> even thieves, <laughs> yes. So at least make sure that when you do like this, it's three hundred dollars. Because if you do like this, it's five fifty. You take a long time. <laughs> Number three, if you don't pray. If I don't pray. If you don't pray or if I don't pray, your life will be controlled by the God of this world. Yep. The God of this world. That's a very short one, actually. You see, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. In whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them. In whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them that believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ, who is the image of God, should shine. In whom the God of this world. In other words, what I'm trying to say, what the, not I am saying, what the Bible is saying, the God of this world is Satan. And we have to accept it. Satan is the God of this world. God is not the God of this world. Satan is the God of this world. The ruler, the real ruler of this world is Satan. And the Bible calls Satan the God of this world. In whom the God of this world? The real owner of this earth is Satan. He is the ruler, the God of this world. That is why the verse I read from Revelation chapter 12, verse 12, woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea because the devil has come down. He's the, he's the mayor, he's the governor, he's the president. He's the ruler. Satan is the one in charge on this earth. The one in charge of Newark is Satan. Whether you want to accept it or not. The prince of this world. The one in charge of New York is Satan. The prince of this world. The mayor, the governor, the chief, the real mayor, the real governor, it's not those who is elected, it's Satan. And therefore, you see, why? 
let's think about it. This is Bible, basic Bible. Why did the devil tempt Jesus Christ? He said, bow down. Bow down to me and I will give you the world. And the Bible calls it a temptation. He, the Bible says he was tempted. It's a temptation because it was real. If Satan did not have the world, he could not tempt the world with Jesus. The reason why it was a temptation, he actually had the world. You see, you can't tempt him with what you don't have. So if I can say a reverend, come and visit me and I'll give you a boy seven, a jet. Do you understand what I'm saying? Reverend, if you come and visit me, I'll give you a 727 jet. I will not be tempted. Because I know that Fafa does not have a 727. <laughs> so it's not a temptation. But if you say, Reverend, if you come and visit me, I'll make you some hot tree with some dry fish. That may be a temptation because I like fetri. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? But you can't tell me with a 727. <laughs> so the fact that it was a temptation means that the Satan owns the world. So what to the inhabitants of the world. So if we don't pray, if we don't pray, if we don't pray, then God, Satan will control you. So what does prayer do? You see, prayer, when you pray, you are asking God legally to intervene. That's the revelation. Because God cannot intervene illegally. He is a legal God. You must ask him legally to intervene. It's, it's a very short word. Prayer, prayer simply means I'm asking God to legally intervene. God cannot intervene when you have no illegal calling. Yeah, that's what we don't know. It's like God does not do it automatically. You have to bring him because he's a legal God. He's a just God. He knows the world belongs to Satan. He understands it. So when you pray, say, God, I'm legally inviting you to intervene. Then he will intervene. Put your hands together for the Lord. You know, don't assume that the fact that you need something, God knows. That's an other thing. Oh, but God himself knows. God knows, but you have to ask him. That's why I said that. That's why I say I stand at that and I knock. If you open, God is not an arm robber. He will not force his way into it. God is not an arm robber. So pray so that legally, legally, he can intervene on your behalf. Jesus Christ is our high priest. He can come because you have asked him to. That is why we say everything by prayer. Everything by prayer. Everything by prayer. I don't even see. You see, look, look. Take it from me. There's not like too much prayer. There is nothing like too much prayer. That's, it doesn't exist. That's like some of you ladies. There's not like too much shoes. There's not like too much shoes. For most ladies, there's not like too much shoes. They want blue, they want white, they want yellow, they want burgundy, they want purple, they want iron. What, what lilac? So you same with prayer. So there's nothing like too much prayer. So pray before you go out, pray before you eat, pray before you sleep, pray before you discuss with somebody, pray before you talk, pray before you go to the toilet, pray before you bath. Just pray. Pray. There is nothing like too much prayer. Prayer 
about everything before you eat, before you drink, before you go to the bathroom, before you go to work, before you join the bus, before you sleep with your wife in the night. Have you prayed about that one too? <laughs> you may need a major prayer topic. <laughs> Yeah. Pray. Because the God of this world. Pray. Don't assume. Hallelujah. Number four, just to modify the events of this world. God. We should pray. You see, when Jesus had the men also to pray, you must have a habit of praying. See, and there are types of prayer which we go to listen. It's not every prayer that's a long prayer. Some of them are long, some of them are short, but men always ought to pray. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Assume that, look, Satan is in control. Even as I'm cooking this stew, just pray. Because you'll be surprised at how the, 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 the stove can explode. You would think something as simple as I'm making a stew. Suddenly, it can explode. But if you spend a minute, say, Father, I thank you. I bind everything and do it to stop. Hallelujah. There are spirits in this world. Let's pray. When you, the fourth one is that so you see, two, they are spirits. When you read the book of Revelation, a spirit was released. One was called death. One was called famine. One was called poverty. You'll be surprised that your poverty is a spirit. Hey, in the Revelation, it said, it said, it said, it said that he says, and the spirit was released. Which would say that a father, just in case you think I'm not telling you, Revelation, I think it's Revelation, um, where is it? Revelation, book of Revelation. Revelation 6. I don't know, verse 1, quickly. Revelation 6, it's a quick one. Pray. But it's, it's, when you find it, they are spirits. And one of them was given the power to hate the earth. Okay? Come and see. Okay, continue quickly. And I saw the horse that sat on. Okay, went forth conquering and conquered. That's one spirit. The spirit was released to conquer the earth. Next one. The second had a seal. And what was he doing? Uh, the third was a red. Power was given to him. To, you see, you see, you see, and there went out another horse that was red. And power was given to him that sat there to take peace from the earth. So, so even the constant quarreling in your marriage is, could be a spirit. A, sp- a red horse has been released. You quarrel every, you quarrel over everything. Everything is a quarrel in your home. Everything is a quarrel. From the color of the furniture. <laughs> The food. And sometimes when you ask yourself, well, what are you even quarreling about? Doesn't even make sense. It does not make sense because there's a red horse. Power. Peace on earth. You should kill another. Vengeance. Sword. What's another one? These are all spirits. Look, all the war that we are seeing, what is happening in Ukraine, what is happening in Israel. You see, it doesn't even make sense. The red horse is in operation. All right, Ken, what's the next one? 
<laughs> a black horse. A black horse. And neither side had a pair of balance in the center. This is a black horse. <laughs> what was a black horse doing? Continue. And I have a measure of wheat for penny. Difficulty. A measure of wheat for penny. And three measures of barley for a penny. Because things are expensive. A black horse. Things are so expensive for you. You can't afford anything. Black horse. Sometimes even from the family that you come from, there's an iniquity towards poverty. It's a tilt. Your mind thinks in a poor way. That your tilt is towards poverty. You see, because of your background and the curses, sometimes the curses in your house, your family, makes you tilt towards poverty. So you, all your characteristics or your behavior tends to lead to poverty, including even your lack of desire for a good life. I think I should continue this. You see that a certain desire for a good life is not even in you. And because of that not in you, you are not even eager to prosper. It's a tilt. It's a tilt. A tilt towards poverty. So even the way you work, the way you think, the way you operate, it's like you are bent. It's like you know, when something is bent this way, no matter which way you push it, it keeps on going this way. Because that's the truth. That's the iniquity. So there's a tilt towards poverty. So, so even the way you think, the way you handle money, the way you operate, and you're, it's, it's like even the idea that I shouldn't own anybody that's not happened to you. It's a close. A black horse is operating in your family. But I like the second part. I say that and see, thou hast not the oil and the wine. So no matter the case, and the truth, there's something called the oil and the wine. The oil and the wine will be preserved. Look, some people have a thing for poverty. You see, I never used to believe in poverty, but now as I watch, as I grow, I can see some people there's actually a tilt for poverty. They are, they are bent towards. See, the person is bent towards being poor. To the point that even if you put him in the White House, he will burn his way out. It's a spirit. Put the person in the White House, he will burn his way out. Um, he won't pay his bills. He will buy expensive things that he cannot afford to. He will go on useless vacations. That's a tilt. Desire, one of the causes of intractable poverty, a lack of desire for good living. You simply, there's no desire in you for a good living. You don't want your children to go to a good school. You don't want to live in a good house. You don't want to drive a good car. You are always, you are just so content with uselessness. And you say to yourself, I'm content. And God's is content, but you are not content. You are poor. <laughs> there's no contentment here. May God deliver you from the black house. Finally, I said finally, right? Finally, if you don't pray. If you don't pray, this is number five. 
If you don't pray, your life will be controlled by the wickedness in this world. If you don't pray, your life will be controlled by the wickedness in this world. First John chapter 5. First John chapter 5. Verse 19. First John 5, 19. Quickly. And we know. And we know. Not, not that we are zooming. Not that, not that we are imagining. And we know. Say with me, we know. Those of you, say with me, we know. He said, and we know that the whole world lied in wickedness. It's not that we are zooming. There is wickedness in this world, period. Human beings are wicked. Human beings. Somebody say, somebody say, say, Pastor, human beings are very wicked, especially human beings. Human beings are wicked, especially woman beings. They are wicked. <laughs> Wickedness. Human nature is wicked. People are wicked. And if you don't pray, wickedness will control you. He said, We know. That's what the Bible said. And we know. I said, We know. That's what he was saying. He says, we know. Yeah. We know. You have no idea how people wake up in the morning thinking about wicked things about you. People are wicked though. People are wicked in my nature. The Bible says, and we know. Not that we are zooming. Somebody wakes up in the morning and his only plan is that he wants to remove you from where you are. Wicked. Human nature is wicked. Yeah. And we know. People are wicked. People are wicked. Niger, people are wicked. Human beings are wicked. And we know. That's what the Bible says. You think everybody likes you. Don't be deceived. are wicked. That is why the Bible says in the book of John, Jesus Christ, he knew what was in the heart of man and therefore he did not commit himself. People are wicked. So if you don't pray, human wickedness will control you. Wickedness! What God has given to you, you have no idea how many people are jealous of you. Your husband and your insulting, oh, Reverend, he's a useless man. Do you know the number of who, who guess who want him? You keep on insulting him right before your wife, somebody will take him away. Come on, Mr. Wicked. Wickedness. That is why the last premise I said, let us intercede against the law of human nature. Human, human beings are wicked, though. People are wicked. 
The whole meeting, two hours that after was about you. Wicked. Human nature is wickedness and jealousy. And that, those were the two things that killed Jesus Christ. Human nature is wicked. Look, when I preach, you don't look at me. Look, people are jealous. Wickedness and jealousy, human nature. When you are the only one who had a nice car, and everybody said, oh, your car is nice, your car is nice, you're okay. Now that somebody has a better car, now the person's car, they don't like me anymore because somebody's car is better than you. Christ. The Bible said that for envy, for envy, they crucified him. The high priests were jealous of him. Look, when he, when envy arises and wickedness arises, all your good can be forgotten. The miracles, the healing, the deliverance—they forgot everything. Within forty-eight hours, they killed him because people were jealous. Look, be careful about jealous people being jealous about you. That's why it's not every prosperity you have to show. Because there's something called skin pain. <laughs> Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 4. Look at this verse carefully. Again, I considered all travail and every right work that for this a man is envied of his neighbor. Again, I considered all travail and every like for, for all your work, your small, your hard work, the small chop you are chopping. For this small chop you are chopping, people are jealous. So he said, this is because he again, I call it all travail. I consider all, all travail is all work and every right work. That for this, a man is envied. Of his neighbor, small work, this small car that you are bought. You go to work, you done two shifts, you are so tired. By the grace of God, you managed to buy a small house, and you are just sitting there. And for this small house, people are jealous. For this, a man is envied of his neighbor. Yes. For this, you're going to buy a nice wig. You find a nice saloon. You have made your face well. You are looking nice. And a brother says, I like you. And for this, a sister is envious. <laughs> a small wig. A small wig. A small makeup. You've gone to Hassan to braid your hair. And it's nice. For a small listen. <laughs> a sister is envious. Jesus Christ. They killed him. For every 48 hours. 48 hours. There are 48 hours. They for, look, when people are jealous of you, they can forget about all your good works. They forgot everything. 48 hours he was killed. So pray against human nature that you will not become a victim of human envy. And human jealousy, wickedness. 
Sometimes the story they can tell about you at work, you wonder why it's the same person. You wonder whether it was the same group that was saying that you are the best employee. You work so hard. No, hey, you won't believe it. You sometimes, even as a pastor, the rumors you hear about yourself, is that me they are talking about? In fact, I question myself, is that me? Are you sure me that you are talking about? Really? Am I really like that? I mean, you wonder. That, uh, literally, you are describing. The Bible said that Jesus Christ was, had the Holy Spirit, but he, was, he had the Spirit of the devil. Sometimes you are describing the exact opposite of who you are. Yes. 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 Rosalind, money. Yeah. Have you heard Macron sweating like this? No. no. On a Sunday morning? No. The yeah, far easier ways. Far. Far easier and less controversial ways. Yes. Yes. But you know, envy. So pray against envy. Pray against human wickedness. Sometimes you the father, your daughter is married. People are envious of you. Envy. And when envy rises up, eh? People don't even think. Yeah. But if you don't, just intercede. So we talk about human error. Human envy, human nature and human envy. Jealousy. Jealousy. Human beings are jealous. I pray that you will not be jealous. I said, I pray that you will not be jealous. Have a sweet spirit. Get an amen. amen. I said, Can I get an amen? amen. I said, Can I get an amen? amen? Have a sweet spirit. When somebody prospers, say, Sister, I'm happy for you. You see, I'm happy for you. I pray that God will also give me the same thing. That's all. Be happy for the person. Don't say that. What's wrong with you? It doesn't even look nice on you. Please. <laughs> nah. Somebody I bought his house, instead of saying that God bless you, so it's all debt. You need to go and collect the debt. And <laughs> see. So, and finally, human, human nature is human errors. Human errors. Human errors. There are something called human errors. And I think I said it last week. If you don't pray, you can become a victim of human error. Human error is just a mistake. But the mistake costs you. Somebody made a mistake instead of looking on the road. He was on his cell phone. Testing. And at that point, his mistake, instead of being on the cell phone, caused him to deviate. And your car is total. Or worse, he has damaged you. Human error. It wasn't an intention, it was a human error. Human errors in hospitals. He was supposed to give you morphine point one. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's supposed to be zero point one milligrams, but instead of instead of the zero point one, he made it one point. <laughs> yes, he may be fired, 
the next may be fired, the next may be rebuked, but you are gone. May God deliver you from human errors. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.